4: First Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Mama, what
5: does the chicken say?
4: Uh, dog. Cat.
5: Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe.
2: You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you know the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right.
3: Visit NHTSA.gov
2: slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We've all felt left out.
4: And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Are you ready for this?
0: Sean Merriman, a one-hand back, Boom, boom, boom. Out go the lights.
4: This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman.
6: What's up, guys? We're back again with another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. Uh, and I told you, it's NASCAR season. Uh, normally, I get out to at least five or six tracks. Last year, just completely uh, took that away from us with this little thing called COVID. <laughs> uh, not allowing fans to come. And Daytona, Daytona weekend uh, with the Xfinity races and the Cup races Sunday. And uh, Michael McDowell, uh big win for him. And uh, v- really happy for him. And I think that, you know, just by the interviews and people talking uh, after the race, a lot of other people are just really excited for him and 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 his journey and winning his first race. And it just so happened to be in Daytona, the big one. So um, way to start the season off. Should be a really good conversation coming up. Michael McDowell. Hey, what's happening? The champ is here. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> That was that was dope man. I I was so damn happy man to see you after the race. Um you know I, I was I was in Daytona last actually the last couple of years I've been down. And uh that was a sight to see man. How you feeling? I feel great. Yeah. It's uh you
5: know, it's incredible obviously but yeah, right now I I'm in that little bit of the no
6: sleep, getting wore out, trying to keep the energy level high. <laughs> yeah so, so so how's that right because I know um you guys like have signings before some of the races where right? you have signings and all this other stuff. What What's the schedule like now? I mean, interviews and people wanting to talk and how how has things changed over the last few days or so? Yeah, I mean,
5: it's been awesome. I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world. But, you know, that that race got delayed, you know, five and a half hours for the for the rain. And so we, we already had a race that's long, it's 500 miles. And then you got that, that five an hour delay. And, you know, for me that first night I didn't sleep because by the time I got done with media uh, and the car went through inspection, you know, the sun was coming up. So I just kind of powered through that first day. And, um, you know, today is, is been fun. You know, I've I've been all around, um, you know, as far as zoom calls and live TV and radio and, um, but it's awesome. I mean, it, it's what it's all about. You know, it gives me a great opportunity to, you know, share my story and, and to help, you know, bring some, some, some cool stories to NASCAR that people probably haven't heard yet. And, uh, it's a different face, right? You know, people are used to seeing Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano and Jimmy Johnson. Right. And, um, so it, it's fun to uh, to interact with everybody and, and have some fun.
6: You know, so I was going to ask you, and I've been in this situation before where you're kind of all pumped up, well, for me on my side, all pumped up for a football game. You're ready to go. You're pounding chest. Your adrenaline's is rushing. And you go out and you play a quarter and then it rains or thunders. And you got to go back into the locker room. How, how was that up and down, man, to, to, to find the, that same adrenaline to go back out there after the rain delay stopped?
5: Like you said, it's tough, right? And And it's easy to get—I don't want to say lazy because that's not it—but it's easy to get. You know, I'm going to just hang out. I'll I'll rest a little bit here, kind of kick your feet up. But you really got to stay in the game. You know, you got to stay hydrated. You you got to make sure that you're eating right because you know that's six hours. And normally, you know, you're in six hours. You're going to bed. You're already asleep. And so, you know, I had to eat an extra meal. You work on my hydration. You know, I studied some film, and just tried not to get out of the game. I just tried to stay focused during that time. And it's weird because in our sport, you just don't know when you're going to go back racing, especially when you have a rain like that. So it could have been the next day. And then you're like, man, why did I eat this extra meal? And I drank all this water and you just feel like junk. Um, but, you know, our races are so long that, you know, hydration is such a big part of it. and You just got to kind of
6: power through it. Did, did any part of that help you to, to go back and reset after you guys kind of started and got things going? And did, did you go back and calibrate anything with your team? Um. after you guys initially started up? Yeah, we did. You know, there was that, that big
5: accident on the front end of the race where it took out about 10 or right. 12 cars. And and we were able to escape that. And, but we got a little bit of damage. You know, I just brushed a wall, missing a couple of those cars that were coming down the race you, track. You actually
6: had to put duct tape, right? You had yeah. to put duct tape, well, tape one of Yeah, know. so we, we had
1: to work on a strategy. You know, there's, there's- There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.
5: a lot of things that are moving obviously in NASCAR, but you know, one of the rules that they have is that if you're in an accident, you only get a certain amount of time to fix your car uh, before you're disqualified from the race. And, and so that's to help prevent guys going out there with cars that shouldn't go on the racetrack that are unsafe. Right. Uh, But the way that the, the perfect storm happened, the rain came and that clock started for us. And so we had a pretty short window that we, we had to make those repairs. And Uh, So we strategized on what we were going to do and how we're going to do it so that, you know, we could get our our Lush travel stop Ford Mustang back in good shape where it was competitive, um, but also not make any mistakes because if that clock runs out, you're done.
6: And and we knew that our car was good. We just we just needed to make sure that we executed all that perfectly. I'm surprised you haven't gone back to your team and they're not reaching out to duct tape for a sponsorship because I was like, hold on, did did he just. Did he just win? You got duct tape on his damn car. You went, in a, you, you went into the wall. You went into the wall early on, like you said. And I was like, hold on. This is, this is crazy, right? Because now you get a chance to go back and get set. But somebody on your team got to be reaching out to duct tape for a sponsorship. Yeah, I said, awesome. I, if, not, if not, I'm putting that deal together for you. All right. Sounds good. Let's work on it.
4: Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. Don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to proflowers.com to save 15% until February 14th with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details.
2: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination. Our sense of wonder. And our family bonds grow, too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through
0: this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
6: So, so, so what's, so I've watched, so I've watched the race and, and my favorite part of Daytona has always been like the last 10 to 15 laps. Always. And, yeah, I, I love the, the the aggressiveness and the styles. And I had um, Gray Galding on uh, about a week or so ago, and he said that he would wreck his mom <laughs> in order to win a Daytona. And I said, you know what, I would too. So who who in your family would you would you wreck in order to to win that damn race? Oh yeah, that's
5: funny. You know, it, it's drivers are like that, right? We're greedy, you know, and. And I think that competitive sports are like that, you know. I think that people think about NASCAR and motorsports a little bit different. Like they think it's real personal if you run into somebody and they crash, but it's not personal. It's racing, and and we're all trying to win the race. And um, and so there's this fine line in motorsports, and, and I don't know how it is because I didn't I didn't do a lot of stick and ball sports. But if you play, paid me to play football, I'm gonna hit you as hard as I can every time. I'm gonna hit you as hard. Now I'm yep. not gonna take a cheap shot at you. And I'm not going to do something that is intentionally trying to hurt you. That's illegal. But if I can hit you hard, I'm going to hit you as hard as I can. Right. And in racing, there's that fine line too. You know, we're not, we're not doing bumper cars where you just go to crash somebody, but I'm going to race as hard as I can. And if you block my move or if we make contact and you crash, that's a part of the race and it's part of racing. And so it's a fine line, but yeah, I mean, I, I would crash my wife if she was in front of me and, and she was
6: trying to
5: block <laughs> me. Um and, and I expect that even I expect though, that from anybody. I what you
6: guys you guys go back, you and your wife uh, Matt, what 15, 16 years old, and you saying right now you'll crash yeah. your wife to win. Yeah, Daytona. and
5: don't don't her. even mistake it. She would crash me too. She's more competitive than I am, she's she would go for it.
6: You guys at the end, um, I think it was Chase, uh, was it Brandon? And it was some, it was someone else, right at, at the end. They were they were right in front of you. And what I noticed was, even after the race of the crashes, and you just said about everybody kind of being even killed, and that's a part of the sport. I still thought that you know, when cameras get put in front of guys' face, they will say, oh, you know, this is some BS. And yeah, yeah. And da 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 da. No, it was like people were genuinely happy for you, man. Like when Logano talked and had an interview afterwards. I mean all the drivers were genuinely happy that you won. I mean, how did that feel? Yeah, that was special. I mean, it really was because, you know, for me,
5: I haven't always been in the most competitive situations, right? And I've driven for, you know, teams and driven cars that, that just weren't competitive. I mean, that's just the only way to say it. And I think that those guys have seen me, you know, over the years, just work hard and grind it out, and and to stick around, and you know, drive things that most people wouldn't drive, and and work really hard to, you know, just to stay in the sport. So to to finally get a win, you know, I I, I really like I said that part of it is special to me that that they one have respect, you know, for me, you know, and and the, what I've done in the sport to to get to this point. And I think because they know, they know how hard it is. They know how hard it is to win a race. They know how hard it is to, to drive for one of those elite teams. And, um, and so that's cool. I think that, you know, that says a lot about not only what you've done, but how you've done it, right? And, and if you're constantly doing people wrong, you know, they're not pulling for you. And so, you know, to be a fierce competitor, but still be liked, I think that, you know, that's, that's a compliment for sure.
6: When did it finally hit you, right? Because obviously it was, um, you guys had to stop or whatever. And then you, you, you were coming to the close at the end. Did, were you talking to the, your spider in the air? Like, did you? when did it finally realize you were in position to to take that thing?
5: Yeah. You know, we were waiting, right? Because, um, once I made it through the accident and I put that block on Chase Elliott, they threw the caution and, and I knew that we were in the lead, but it was close. You know, Chase was right next to me yep. and Austin Dillon was right there as well. And I'm not looking exactly to see where they're position. I'm trying to stay ahead of them. Right. And so, um, you know, they didn't they didn't come over the radio. And, and I, I had a feeling that we won. And I, I, you know, I started thinking, I think we won. Man. I think we just won the Daytona 500. Uh, and then immediately my mind went, man, what if we didn't, what if they say chase Elliott won this thing? I'm going to be so upset, you know, that, that we were that close. Um, and so that was a long 60 seconds. You know, I don't, I don't actually know how long it was. It might've been, it might've been less, it might've been more, but you know, just waiting to hear, you know, and, and NASCAR said 34 to victory lane. That was uh, I was just overwhelmed, man. I was not just with excitement and joy, but a relief. I mean, for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself and I've been in the sport 14 years and I'm finally in a competitive ride and man if I go 14 years and, and 400 starts and I don't win one of these darn races.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
8: Hi, checking in for...
1: Or the perfect table.
8: Hey, where are you? Coming!
1: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card.
8: Hey, this looks amazing.
0: If you dare.
5: That's not going to be okay with me, and um, and so to finally get a win, and for that win to be the Daytona 500, I mean that's just incredible.
6: I, I mean, I was looking at it and I was excited. We, we never met in person. I have spent a lot of time at the tracks, but we, uh, you know, just looking from the outside in, I was I was extremely excited and happy for you, man, because I know how long and how hard it is, especially when you're when you don't have the right equipment, you don't have the upper hand in some of you know parts of your career. And to stay with it this long because it's easy for people to get discouraged. Yeah, sure. I mean, it really is when you, when you're doing it for as long as you have. So did any of that happen over the course when you sometimes wasn't putting the best equipment or you didn't have the best situation? Where did you ever question yourself at all to where you are right now?
5: Yeah, I, I think it's natural, right? It's it's very just in our nature to to get down at times and and to question things, right? But it's it's just all about not staying there. And so for me even when I wasn't in the greatest situation, I always held on to the hope. Like if I work hard and I give it everything I have, there'll be an opportunity. One day I'll get an opportunity. And and I just always felt that way, you know, and, and I, you just take it one week at a time and, and, and one year at a time. And, and I just felt like, man, I, if I just stay after it, I'll get an opportunity. And, and, and the opportunity started to getting a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. And I started to prove myself just a little bit more, a little bit more. I mean, I would love for it to have been much quicker than it was, uh, but I finally got an opportunity at Front Row Motorsports in competitive equipment, racing full-time, and, and having a partner like Love's Travel Stops. And we finally have a real deal, and, and I have a good team and a good group of people around me. And so that, that focus shift from maybe I'll get a chance to – Man, if we just stay after it and we keep putting ourselves in position time and time again, eventually one day it's going to go right. One day everything's going to go right. and We're going to win a race, and and some people might think that's crazy because you know nine times out of ten we're not in the conversation about winning the race. But every week when I show up, I think I'm going to win. I, I don't know I'm going to win, and I don't plan. And and you know I, I'm not an egomaniac, but I go there with this might be the weekend this might be the weekend everything goes right and our car's perfect and we call the race just right and we're at the right spot and we win a race and, and we finally did it. And so it's, uh, it's crazy.
4: Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. We've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from ProFlowers early this year. Head on over to ProFlowers.com to get 15% off our entire collection of blooms, gifts, and more for your cutie with promo code CRUSH15 until February 14th. The clock is running out, so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to ProFlowers.com to save 15% with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details.
6: Who was who was the first person you talked to after you won? Who What did you do as soon as you won? Who was the first person you reached out to or reached out to you?
5: Yeah, you know, I don't know who was the first that reached out to me. Um, my phone, it just went nuts, right? Oh, sure yeah. Well, blow- I'm sure your yeah. phone was blown. I'm sure your phone was blown up. You know, the first person that I called was my wife, and, and she had our kids there, and um you know they were at home and and the kids were sleeping right and my wife obviously wasn't but uh
6: um, hold on your, your kids were sleeping
5: <laughs> hey we got school your kids we got school on the- monday you know um and, and it was it was you know 12 one o'clock in the morning when the race got over but my wife woke everybody up after i won the race and so they could see you know just the celebration and, and victory lane and the interview and and so i got to talk to them for just a few seconds and um yeah and you know those are special times I would love for them to been with me and, and have that experience but you know things look different right now and and that's part of it and um yeah but to uh you know my family is the most important thing I mean at the end of the day NASCAR is awesome I love it uh, I love what I do but it's not who I am right I'm a I'm a dad and I'm a husband and and that's your legacy I mean that's what you leave behind right and uh, trophies and rings and watches, those, those make terrible gods, right? And so uh, the legacy that you leave is your family and your kids. And, um, and to have this moment with them is, uh, is, is special. And it's a life lesson for my kids, too. Don't give up. You just keep fighting hard. You just never know.
6: And, and last thing, um, so you, you're talking about your team. And did you get a chance to talk to Bob and sit down with your team dad and discuss, like, where you guys are at now and, and what's the, what you planning on doing next?
5: Yeah, obviously Bob um, is ecstatic. You know, it's yeah. Tell tell me tell me a little bit about Bob. Yeah, how how was that conversation? You know, Bob and I have a very unique relationship, and and Bob is a friend to me. I mean, he really is. He's a friend and he's a mentor. and And so when I get on the phone with him, you know, I'm not worried about man. What's what's my owner going to say? Is he going to be you know upset with me if I did you know this or that? And and so we have a you know a great relationship, and and it meant so much. To him not that his team won but that I won because you know a lot of this that he does he's doing it for me because he feels like I deserved a shot and and so for him I think it's super gratifying that you know that I was was able to to do it and to do it in his car and um, you know to lock us in the playoffs you know all those things that come with it you know to be in the all-star race And you know to be in the clash and all the you know the perks that come with winning you know the Daytona 500, uh, we both get the experience and you know it kicks off our season right and you know gives us a shot in the arm and some momentum and and we're looking forward to this year. We're looking forward to the playoffs. You know, I mean, we know hey we're not going to win every weekend. We know that. We know that you know there's five or six guys that win majority of these races, but we're going to keep grinding just like we have. We're going to keep fighting. And we'll keep working hard at the shop and at the racetrack and and maybe we put ourselves in position again and do it again. You just never know.
6: Absolutely, man. Well, Michael, I appreciate it. I know you got a thousand different things going on. And uh this won't be a last, man. I gotta I gotta fill in this uh this confidence boost. Just just po- just walk around with your chest out a little bit more. You know, now you're feeling good. And uh thanks, man. congratulations again, man, and thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks guys for listening in. I really appreciate that. Uh, look, it's NASCAR season, man. You know what it is? Um, it's always a favorite time for me because I have, you know, tons of friends across the NASCAR circuit, and I get a chance to kind of dive into the races, the tracks. Uh, and I will be back at tracks this year. And uh, it was a great conversation I just had with Michael. Um, and the cool part about that is, is that you know he understands. Uh, that there, he won, he's not going to win every race every single uh, week in a week out. And he understands that he comes into race as underdog. And uh, the attitude and the positivity and the confidence as he has now uh, going into the next step and his team and uh, Bob Jenkins and those guys over there, big congratulations. And I told him I'm working on that duct tape sponsorship. He went into the wall and won a, won a race with duct tape on. How about that? Uh, so thank you, guys. I appreciate it for listening to another lights out podcast with me sean raymond continue to download subscribe leave those great reviews that you guys been leaving um i believe we're over uh, a few hundred thousand downloads now and it's really all because of you guys to be honest um shows me you're really enjoying what, we, what we're talking about and uh just listening to me ramble on so i really appreciate that again next week we come in hot with another big one
4: Valentine's Day is almost here, and you know what that means. It's time to make her blush with fresh blooms and gifts from ProFlowers. This year, go to ProFlowers.com to use code CRUSH15 to get 15% off through February 14th on all the best blooms and gifts. See website for details.
2: What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.